This is Casey Kasem, and you're listening to the Elijah Bailey Show, uh, Oklahoma's favorite podcast, bringing you 100% auditorial pleasure. The Elijah Bailey Show is sponsored by Black & Studios, Oklahoma's premier and finest podcasting production company. If you want to join Black & Studios or you just want to show some support, follow Black & Studios on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter simply at Black & Studios. Also, send your emails to podcast at blackandstudios.com. Remember, it's Black & the Elijah Bailey Show is also sponsored by Bailey Martial Arts Institute, which you can find at 2201 West Edmond Road, Edmond, Oklahoma, 73003. Traditional and functional martial arts for the family. And three, two, one. And today is a very beautiful day and a day of surprises because Black and Studios 1 is in the house with black and studios too <laughs> yes yes the original house yeah. has collaborated back with the um the new the new with the yeah yeah the, with new the studio new. yeah because richard is at home today are you playing games um are you watching? no I'm, I'm actually just watching gundam okay yeah because yeah i was uh, playing games earlier i was playing wildlands earlier but now i'm just uh watching some uh gundam wing it's funny because i'm watching richard watch gundam wing because we're skyping right now because you're sick yes man i got i got the streppy strep didn't want to i don't i don't need that coming up to the studio um luckily luckily, everything you know as you know we we keep that studio very sanitized so (laughs) uh you know everything is cleaned up there and i think at first it was just my allergies and believe it or not i'm what they call i guess a person who i'm I'm a carrier strep oh okay so whenever my allergies get bad, if I don't nip that in the bud, that mucus, when it gets in contact with my throat, and especially if I sleep with, you know, like ingestion or something like that, I normally end up with strep throat. Dang. Yeah. So I, I don't even need to talk to anybody or get contact <laughs> with anybody who has strep. I'm, I'm going to get it. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. cool because I have strep and I brought it up here to the studio. So both black oh, and congratulations. Lo- locations are contaminated now. Oh, look at you. That's very considerate of you. I've met three people today, so... Huh. We're gonna have some shows that are down, folks. Okie dokie. <laughs> but I know the la- like we talked uh, Thursday, Thursday or Friday, and you were like, "Have you seen Berserk?" And I was yes. like, "I've not caught up." So today's episode, there's no reason to hide this shit. You know, this is Oklahoma's favorite motherfucking podcast. Caleb Haldane huh. and Nick Johnson will tell you. Uh, Michael Maxwell will tell you. Everybody will tell you that they love the Elijah Bailey show, and this is the home for Oklahoma's podcasting. Besides Black and Studios, the Black Box. I mean, nah, yeah, I mean that's just a given. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's we some, don't need it to that horn. Exactly. There's just a couple similarities, but we're talking about Attack on Titan season two, Berserk season two. We we talked about Berserk a while ago, and we'll bring yeah. up, we'll bring up some stuff because some history gets brought up. Yes, uh, and, and some G cards mm, and some bitch cards get pulled. They do, and. Mr. Popo is, uh, man, he is. Uh, <laughs> Did you see that? Mr. Popo remind me of Vin Rames and Baby Boy. <laughs> He's fucking. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> he just got that mean look back there. Fucking bedazzled jewel on his fucking turban. So we're going to talk about Dragon Ball Super. It's going to be an anime show. Oh, yes. So if you yes. don't. So Tackle and Titan. Oh, yeah. We got Berserk. Berserk. We got some other anime I'm going to throw in there, too, just to, Ooh. you know, fuck up the system. But Ooh. then we got, of course. 
are super. Yeah, DBS, the new segment that started la- officially started last week. Is DBS, bitch! <laughs> so with that, do you have anything else to say before we start the show? I'm pumped, dude. Okay, awesome. So with that, the Elijah Bailey Show starts right now. And we're back yet again, the show that'll make you grin. The show that'll impregnate your ears. 100% auditorial pleasure. The Elijah Bailey Show is here. And right off the bat, we are starting with Anime Shmanime. Oh, yeah. Mm. I love this time of the show. Every single show. It's coming, girl. Sit on down. Relax. This is what we call anime shmanime time. And I got a couple bars for you this time. Thank you, Jarvis White. It's anime shmanime time. Better get your hand away time. Better put that hentai away because it's the animation anime time. Don't hit that stop or pause button because we talked about saying that girls fucking. This is me and Richard going into animation anime time. Girl, better put your man away time. It's animation anime time. Sit on down with Black in Studios and get it on down this time for animation anime. You're listening to animation anime with Richard and Elijah. The Elijah Bailey Show is here for you. So we're here with anime shmanime. So what we're going to do is we're going to open it up with Richard's all-time favorite and a long fucking running manga that y- you will lose your mind reading, but you will also become sane at the end of it. Yes, that is very true. Berserk. All right, so Berserk is on the table a story yes. of love a story of lust a story of rape and pimping and pimping and yes. big big pimping so big pimping do you want to talk about um, today season one or you just want to go straight into the episode because i watched the first two episodes and they was a fucking badass okay let, let's go and just talk about the first well basically um recap well basically what berserk is it's a story it's like around medieval times and season one consists of a young soldier named Griffin and this young soldier named Gus. Griffin had a rough, rough childhood. Super rough. Dude was getting selling his body for money, mm. building up his army. Mm. He was not a noble person. Uh, and he, he quickly built the band of hawks through mercenaries, outlaws, uh, people who noble class armies would, would not even consider. Taking uh, at all because they're not honorable. They, they're the scum. Basically. Exactly. But Griffin built them up. They were so raw that the king was unable to deny them. Gus joined them. They even took their lead to a whole nother level. Uh, Gus at this time felt like him and Griffin was on the same path. Uh, Griffin, he's all about his dream. His dream is to rule the kingdoms and he doesn't see anyone as equal to him. Mm. So Gus overheard one of his conversation. And I honestly, at that time, even though Griffin's my boy, I don't think it hurt Gus feelings, but I think it helped him get in retrospect of what the situation really is. Yeah. So uh, Gus told Griffin that he was leaving the band of Hawks and Griffin did get pretty. Uh, uh, he needed a hug from, Gri- uh, from yeah. Gus. I'm he not going to lie. Griffin, at one point, he was definitely one of those evil people who just needed a hug. 
a solid hug <laughs> from your boy. <laughs> and they did a battle. Gus beat Griffin. Uh, Gus left. Griffin lost his mind. Mm. He raped a princess, which is a big no-no. <laughs> yeah, in most places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he raped a princess. He gets banished to the dungeon. The band of Hoss get destroyed. Gus comes back after finding out that Griffin is in a dungeon. And bear in mind you, the undertelling story of all this is that Griffin also has this egg, the Eye of the Bahamut. And um, this egg possesses demonic powers. Yes. Yes. And it, it, it actually calls forth uh, the God, uh, the God, the God hands. That's what they call it. Where four to five other, like a hand pops up and on each finger, a, a, a God is on there. Griffin is destined to be the fifth God hand or the fifth finger of the God hand. So long story short, uh, Gus comes back, reunites with the band of Hawks. They're like, we got to get Griffin out of here. He's like been tortured. His tongue's been cut out. He's no longer eating. They're not feeding him. His 10, his, his, what what do you call it? The, um, what the, the stuff that attaches muscles. Yeah. Tendons, your ligaments and tendons. Yeah. Your ligaments and tendons have been snapped. Uh, he's been borderline scanned alive. So when they found him, he wasn't able to talk. He was fully banished. They rescued him. At this moment, Griffin re-sees. It's been about like maybe two years since Gus left. Oh yeah. He sees Griff. He see Griffin sees Gus, and he's gets all just emotional and trippy. And I think he's. I think he's trying to kill himself. Yeah. He yeah. Is. He tried he's to kill tired. himself. The eye summons the i guess the red eclipse which is like a destiny type thing it's like it's going to happen that's when all the gods come back griffin becomes a the godlike status which is a look like a like a falcon basically mm-hmm. and uh that's when everything gets super 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 dark <laughs> uh from demons there. come and possess the earth they kill off all the band members griffin everybody thinks he betrayed the band of hawks but in reality I think Griffiths is still just trying to... He used them uh, the way he wanted to. Exactly. That, that was his main plan in the beginning. So he ended up raping Gus's girlfriend right in front of him. Like, he held Gus down and made sure he, saw he was seeing it. And it, it was gory, dude. Like, they, that was a rape oh, yeah. scene. Like, yeah. she enjoyed it. Hey, she she got what she needed. Gus wasn't doing after, it Because after that dicking, uh, she lost her memory. <laughs> She yeah. can't talk no. More. <laughs> she can't talk no more. She can't stand Gus. It's just it's <laughs> it's <a> normal. <laughs> hey, that's how. Hey, Mister Mister, take your girl right there. It's Griffin, <laughs> dude. It was so that's bad. The ultimate can't take your girl, and that's pretty much the season one. If anybody wants to check it out, uh, Elijah definitely throwing like the links to it. Yeah. Um Because uh, they actually remade it. Uh, in like a really nice CGI Blu-ray edition that's in like I think three movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just binge through that, or if you want to watch the original, it's actually like about eleven or twelve episodes, uh, and that came out like around the late nineties. But the movies just came out in the past like maybe five years, and they look phenomenal. But season two starts out, yes. and uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let you take on season two Ooh, first since, since okay. you're caught up to the first two episodes. All right, so let me let me break this down for you. The season two. Uh, and I watch all of my stuff on Crunchyroll, on Funimation or Hulu, Netflix, anywhere that helps support the industry so we can get more of the stuff that we love. But when you when you hit me up on uh, I'd seen season one and mm-hmm. when season two came out, I think we actually checked it on the show to see if it's out. It already been out. I think it dropped on the seventh. 
Yes, and they, what they did, they dropped two episodes. Same yeah. thing with Attack on Titan. Yeah, so episode uh, 13, which is the first one of season two, is The Rent World. And Guts is heading back. He's got Puck with him. He's yeah, got, he just uh, rescued Casca. Casca. Yeah, so they're and, headed back and they, to uh, the guy who made Gus's sword. Exactly. And they, they're trying to get to the elven uh, land. Kingdom. Yeah, kingdom. Uh, and then all of a sudden... Guts is having these flashbacks in the snow. He's just thinking about everything that happened. Casca's yeah, because at the end of season, oh yeah, or actually at the end of season one, I actually I should screw all this up. <laughs> what I, what yeah, basically what I just told you guys is like not even season one technically. It's like seasons all the way from the beginning up to season one. Yeah, because season one came out. Yeah, I completely. Season one came up, out yeah. last year where they were retelling and bringing back the story of Guts, where it ended off in the manga, or where it ended off last time. Yeah, no, no. Remember, season one it actually ended off to where uh, all this stuff went down. Gus is now a branded person. He's actually going through the world trying to figure right. out what's going on, yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to seek revenge Brandon. on Griffin, but he cannot find Griffin. Uh, the one time that he actually encounters Griffin, he's in his god mode, mm-hmm. and I think Gus realized the difference between the two. At this oh, we point. all realized it. We all realized yeah. the difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> And um, so Gus actually went to this guy named Grandpa. We're going to call him Grandpa. Mm-hmm. Uh, he works on a lot of Gus's weapons. He redo his sword. And Gus is basically living a tormented life because him and Casca are both branded with this demon mark on their neck. And what happens is that Can't demons stay. and undead souls constantly hunt them and try to kill them. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're basically sacrificed. They're basically sacrificial people. And they're trying to be sacrificed. But Gus is a badass motherfucker. Yeah. And, and, they, um, and going down he refuses like that. to die. And let these demons rape him. So he goes around killing a lot of these people they call apostles, which are like the um, hand servants of Griffin. Yeah. And while he's doing all that, he gets to this one part where it's time for that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's that time of the year again yeah. where the evil Ass shit goes whooping. down. Yeah. And Griffin is actually reborn into a human body. Mm-hmm. And you, you have to definitely check out. That's technically season one. Yeah. So then at the end season of season two, one, Griffin for the or Gus for the first time sees Griffin in this human state body, after and then Griffin yeah. jumps on Zod's back and dips out. Yeah. There and then is. he's he's sitting there contemplating. He's like, he's in human form. Now I can like really I could grasp him. He's in, yeah. He's within my reach now. He is not a god. I saw him in his human form, and they're making their way back. And what's the little girl's name again? Because uh, which one? Uh, the blonde girl. There's like, will you stay with us, guts? Will you you live here? And he's like, kind of lying. He's like, yeah. I'll oh stay. yeah. Um, I just call her um, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Rico's uh, little sister. Yeah, because Risco, uh, what, what's that dude's name? Uh, Ricketts. Ricketts. There we go. Yeah. yeah, Ricketts' little sister. So she sees guts and Casca and Puck, and she's talking to him like, will you stay with us? Yeah, you got to stay. And she's especially walking. since Grandpa just died. Yeah. So you know. Yeah. So they're they're on their own, and guts is like, yeah, I'll do that, and he's like. Puck is like, why are you lying to him? He's like, it's a half-ass promise. And then Ricketts <laughs> is up on the hill talking with, lo and behold, in his human form, Griffin. And yeah, because Ricketts was a part of the original Band of Hawks. Yeah. And outside for Gus, Gus is the only one that knows and remembers what went down what when Griffin became a demon or a god and started killing everybody. Yeah. Because actually, I remember now, Ricketts, he actually stayed behind. He didn't even mm-hmm. go inside that whole shithole. No. And so... 
uh, Rickett's little sister is like, yeah, and then you'll never believe it. Uh, Rickett's friend is here, and he has white hair or silver hair, and he looks like this. And then you see Guts' eyes open, and then that boy took off <laughs> like he's on the 40-yard dash. He ran <laughs> and comes up on the hill, and he's like, what are you doing here? And that's when Rick is like, hey, we can be a group again. We're here. We're all friends. And Guts commence to try to whoop his ass but Ricketts turns around and grabs him he's like what's wrong with you Guts you gotta calm down and at that point in time I was like as strong as you are pick his ass up throw him the fuck out of the way yeah well and you know what it really was what he, he didn't want to see Griffin <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like you know like you, like you about to attack somebody and, and you like, look at your homeboy mm, like hey, hey dude you're supposed to be holding me back me right back. now yeah. why aren't you holding me back Key that's exactly what that was Key and Pill. he ain't trying to see Griffin <laughs> but all of a sudden, he's talking to him. He's like, well, what do you mean? I've been reborn. And basically, what they kind of hint at is Griffin was trying to see. He said his, his veins should still be cold. He sh- his heart shouldn't pump because when he saw Guts, he got excited again and had those same yeah. feelings from before. And the next thing you know, boom, Zod drops down in yeah, between big them. Big Daddy Zod. And he's like, You're, you've done well for a human and you've gotten strong. And they, they commenced to fight. And in that fight scene, man. Oh, that fight scene was good. That fight scene was good. And you realize how strong Gus has gotten because Gus actually fought Zod in the you know early, early, uh, we're calling it season zero. Uh, he actually fought Zod in season zero. And he, and yeah. that was, that, he, he, was, he was getting his ass handed yeah. to him. And this time it's like, dum, 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 just clash, 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 clash. Oh, yeah. He, he broke Zod's sword. And Zod had to turn into the demon, the beast the incarnate. Yeah. <laughs> and Gus was still was tearing him up. And oh, then yeah. uh, Casca comes, fucking. Reaching for her for Griffin, she's like, I, I miss. Oh you. yeah, yeah, man, yeah. She was all up on Griffin. I, I she she fell down to he. She gave him a hug. She, she fell to, down she to her knees, and, and Griffin he was like, moved yeah, out of the way. Uh, yeah, get the fuck off me, daddy dick. <laughs> get the fuck off me. And then Guts was just Guts, like traumatized. Yeah, he's a like, hey, fucking bitch. I'm sitting here trying to fight for you, and you're gonna go over there and bend on your knees. <laughs> and so that kind of caused him to get hit into the into a boulder and like half fighting, losing consciousness. And then yeah. Griffiths and Zod fly off. And there's where the story starts because now Guts, Casca, and Ricketts are standing there, and his sister and Puck. And Guts like, what are you doing, Guts? Why are you tracking Griffin? We could be a part of this together, and we could be back together. And he's like, you owe me answers now. I was a part of the group. You owe me the answers. And he tells Ricketts what happened. And next thing you know, it like pans to black, and it cuts back, and he's on his knees. He's like, why did you have to take all this on by yourself? You could have told me, Guts. We were friends. And uh, <laughs> from there, they just they head out. Uh, did Ricketts stay behind? Because yes, he stayed behind. He, he was ready to go with Gus, but... The fact I his little Guts sister is no. there, yeah. you know, he, she can't stay there by herself. Yeah, and so Guts, so. like, took Casca, and they're going to Puck's uh, kingdom, so that way they can, uh, and so he can leave her there safely and then go after Griffin, because Griffin's on the on land now. And yes. that was that was and episode especially one. Especially when, I mean, now that you see Griffin walking around with Zod, mm. like his Gleam, little bitch, glittering, something's dude. wrong. <laughs> yeah, glittering his ass off. And then yeah. the, the second episode really tells about, and you'll see this in the trailer or in the intro for the show. It actually shows, uh, was her Lady Forenzi? Yeah, Forenza. Forenza. Like that. And Crazy then, bitch. Yeah, and then her servant. And then the other, I, can't, I keep forgetting the kid's name. He reminds me of like Krillin or one of the carrot kids from One Piece because he got like a little shaved head kind of. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he's, he's a little dude. He's, he's basically like a, 
Uh, he's a little, little low commoner thief. Yeah. That basically Gus you, you took under his reign and you know yeah. allow him to kick it with him. Yeah, so they it tells her story and why she's crazy. Like she's supposed to get married, and she's really a, she's a masochist. Like her, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> she her she listens to her dad, but she does everything against her will. She wanted to, she went to greet her dad after being gone for so long, and he told her to throw away a ratty doll, which she got when they were on vacation. It was sentimental to her, and she just you know yes, father, and throws it away and or burns it. And then he tells her she got to get married. He says yes, father, and so. After all this time, her and her servant have Got grown no up. Daddy issues. Yeah, her servant and her have grown up. Uh, people are talking bad. She's like, "How dare you talk bad about him?" Bam! Slap the shit out of him with her glove. We challenge you to a duel, and since I'm a woman, I can't fight. He'll challenge you. But uh, what is her servant's name? What is his name? I keep forgetting. Oh no, I'm actually about to look everything up real quick. All right. Well, uh, she challenged him to a duel and makes him fight for her, and which he would fight for anyway. And his whole purpose is to become established within the kingdom and with her so that they could save his mom, basically. She's on her deathbed. Well, he fights these duels, and he always ends in the tie instead of killing these men. And he's got all these scars over her, his body. And next thing you know, it's a scene of his shirt off. She's whipping the shit out of him with a, like a nine, cat of nine tails. And like, you're just going to be a – and this was the part that threw me off. You're just going to be a pincushion or a doll with all these scars on it. Well, if you like that, then okay. And she bites into his skin to where it's bleeding. Yeah, like crazy. Licks it dude. And like, said, Motherfucker, God damn, kill this bitch and take over. I'm tired of seeing this sick shit. And so she has, that's her best friend. And she's in mm-hmm. love with him. And when her dad tells her to get married, she doesn't want to. And she drops all her clothes off. And hugs him like we could run away together, and she starts to put her intertwine her fingers with his, and he draws back. And I she, think they pronounce his name S E R P I C O, so Serpico. Serpico, yeah, that's right. There we go. And uh, he pulls back. She runs away. Next thing you know, she burns down the whole castle, and nobody else will marry her because she's crazy. Well, she turns crazy out. Bitch. She turns. Oh, she does. She turns out to be a warrior with her and Serpico and this little kid. And it it tells the whole story of how she grew up up until that point, and then she actually shows some humility and bows in front of Guts, and asks to be a part of their party. And right before that, Guts fucking about rapes Casca. She oh rapes. yes, because after he saw the way Griffin made Casca film, he had to. Get I, th- it I think there. that's really what pushed him. He he was like, if you're gonna be that strung up over that dude. I'm, I'm I'm about to get well, some. Well, that, I'm about to get some. I don't even think it was the demons, dude. I think she, okay, he was purely wanna... jealous and wanted that booty. Well, he bit that titty, and she's like, ah! And then he's like, <laughs> what have I done? And then he put her back in her, her rope, tied her to a tree, because the the ghouls came at night, and right before dawn, and he was fighting them off. And Well, he had Casca fucking doesn't know anything anymore crawling for something. Shit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Is this Griffin? She got, she Is got this like, Griffin? Uh, Dick amnesia. Dick itis. <laughs> <laughs> and so she's looking around. She's grabbing for stuff on the ground. And Puck is like, no, that's too far. Well, Griffin, or not Griffin, but Guts has to run over. And he gets one of them demons in his back. And he starts to transform, you know, absorb the demon's energy and blah, blah, blah. And so that still kind of haunts him the next day. Because as soon as she ran into those pant, those uh, pilgrims, oh, you're cute. And they oh, threw yeah. her top off. Titties was everywhere. And then he started opening her legs. And she started imagining the demons and everything, and then she picked up their sword and killed them, which I was like, okay, maybe she might still be there a little bit, but next thing you know... Yeah, because she dropped them pretty good. Yeah. Guts uh, grabbed her hand, 
And before he knew it, they was on the ground, and uh, things was trying to happen. Then he pulled himself yeah, like, off. I'm about to give you this penis. I'm about to give you this penis. Regardless but, you want it or not, you can take this the easy way or the hard way. But uh, you're going to have to tell I'm a booty warrior. <laughs> but that was the essentially the end of season two, them joining up parties, or episode mm-hmm. two. Uh, I didn't yeah. get to see episode three. So yeah, what brief, happened? brief. Uh, well, okay, on that last episode, I know you got to see where Griffin was, or actually, uh, uh, it switched over to that city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because um, he's trying to come in. With right. the, um, the, the, the the Kushkin, I think I put, cannot pronounce it Kushkin. The Kushkin king was talking to one of their, his league uh, mercenaries. Mm, he was like, hey, why haven't you found this dude yet? Yeah. And he, he, I ain't going to lie, the king was getting kind of disrespectful. So, you know, old boy put him in his place and said, hey, I got this. We have to figure out where this white band of Hawks leaders at. He turned his back and showing up. Griffin was, was walking right up. There. <laughs> oh, he was on his horse and then he got off. On like, the all white cocaine horse. You can sniff the whole shit yeah. off that horse's ass. And it's pure <laughs> Colombian kabam bam. I tell you, that boy's draped up in the white. Uh, <laughs> that horse was in narcos. Man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, the season three, you definitely have to check it out. It's a, it's, I'm not going to spoil anything because I want you to okay. listen or watch it first, but it's a definitely action pack. You see how, uh, and what I love about the whole animated series right now, it's riding like super fast speed on the manga. Um, is This is actually season three or episode three talks about where Griffin is actually, you see his new bands of hawks, basically. You see the community that he's creating. Um, you see the support that he's getting, not just from, you know, demonic fucked up people, but also from, uh, different places where he commands. Cause even when he was originally Ben of Hawks, that's how they did it. They yeah. succeeded on building up a community base. They had great support to their people who follow them and support them. For you guys that those little pop up blings, <laughs> that was iTunes <laughs> on the computer. Uh, I, I didn't even hear it. <laughs> I know you did. I heard they they're gonna hear it. So just giving you okay. guys a heads up. I mean, the, 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 the recording <laughs> but, quality um, is awesome. Here. But no, it was episode three is good because you actually see uh, other like huge figures mm-hmm. are joining Griffin's crew. Nice. And when you look back, then that's when you realize like, oh shit, Griffin is not playing. Yeah. Like Gus, I don't know how you eat. you brother could even fight against Zod, and now Griffin got like about three, four other you know people like him. So, so yes, I'm that excited. Is, that I'll, is berserk. Like what I'll try to do tonight. I know that uh, for you guys that I know they did this for Dragon Ball Super, which we'll talk about here in a little bit after the break. But there's such a high download frequency that they're redirecting people either to Funimation or VRV. So if you have any of the apps on your phone, you can go to Crunchyroll, Funimation, VRV, and watch these shows because I decided to wait because I'm with Crunchyroll. I decided just to wait until today and then watch uh, Dragon Ball Super Episode 86. Since we record on Sunday, it's only you know a couple hours later. But you can do that. Now, before we go into Attack on Titan Season 2, let's take our first commercial break. We'll take a quick pause for the cause. And just like Griffin, you better drop them draws. Hey, this is Mike Stojic with the Make It a Double podcast. We talk everything booze, spirits, history, mixology, and the people and stories that make it all great. You can find us on Facebooks. You can find us on the Instagrams. You can find us on the, uh, the Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere, all the podcasting platforms, we're going to do it. 
Hey, this is your boy Frog. I'm here with Chris, Justin, and Philip, and we host Turn On The Game, the podcast. The show consists of four men commentating on the sports world. It's strictly opinion show. It's as if you were sitting on the couch watching a game with your boys. And you can follow us on Twitter at TurnOnThe underscore game. You can hit us up on our Facebook page at TurnOnTheGame. And you can even follow us on Instagram at TurnOnTheGame. Or you can listen to us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher by searching Turn On The Game. You can email us at TurnOnTheGame, the number four, at gmail.com. Turn On The Game is sponsored by Blackened Studios, Oklahoma City's premier podcasting studio. Turn On. And we are back. Hello, Richard Taplin. Hello, Elijah Bailey. We are two anime enthusiasts today. Yes, part of it. Yes, like. and, and, and we just... Uh, mm. The reason we started with Berserk, there was a reason for that. Oh, yeah. You get it? I mean, one, alphabetically. I mean, it's, it's B. Yeah. It's B. And then... Second in alphabet. Yeah, and then two... I guess Attack on Titan should have been first. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that. Anyway, <laughs> well, okay, it's alphabetically one word, Berserk. It's just one word show. Attack on Titans, three words. Boom, we just solved that problem. If you have a problem okay. with it, you know, too late. But yep. Actually, if you got a problem with it, you could definitely write us, uh, email us, or write a review on iTunes and let us know yes. about your problem with it. And before we go on to Attack on Titan, I know Terrence Bell, who is a huge anime guy, he actually sent oh, yeah, us this. Huge support on Facebook. Uh, and it was, it was amazing. He went on iTunes. He actually won our giveaway uh, answering who the cat was for mm-hmm. the cartoon. It was, it was Minx. Minx the cat, and he had Jinxie and something else was that were the mice's for the show. Oh, and, okay, good job. Yes, uh, thank you, Terrence. Let me actually go to iTunes right now, so I can read what he wrote because his his all they had to do was answer the question. But he goes, "I enjoy definitely a step in further." Oh yeah, he did. I enjoy the show and the perspective. The banner and subjects covered are all things I enjoy. I have even learned about things I wouldn't know about and have not listened to if I hadn't listened to the podcast. I tend to have the podcast play in the background while working. I definitely recommend checking out these podcasts. Uh, there's plenty of pop culture related material and news that leans towards my uh, towards the nerdy variety. Elijah Bailey is also a fighter, so he gives info towards fighting related materials as well. And he gave us four stars out of five. I like it. Thank you. Thank yes, you. thank you. And people like four stars out of five, that means we have room to improve and room to grow. So mm-hmm. for all the people that have contributed, we have ten, we're at 10 ratings right now. Most Woo-hoo! of them five stars, one four, and then one one star. But thank you for your ratings. Thank you for your reviews. And you will get shout-outs on the show, and we might even do something special for you on Patreon. But Terrence won our giveaway, which was a uh, – well, I guess at this time, I, I don't know if the show will be out before he gets it. I'm not going to say, but you guys, there's still one question out there. You guys could still answer what movie did they put a rat and a, a bucket over the rat on a man's bare belly and start to heat it up with a blowtorch. Send yeah. that in, go to iTunes, subscribe, rate and review, leave that in the, in the review comment and you can win. The first one that does it wins a prize. Get surprised. So let's go into attack on Titan. All right, so Attack on Titan, season two just released, like Richard said before, two episodes. Uh, they're currently 
three episodes as of today that are out. So by the time you hear this, uh, there should be a fourth one out on the show. Attack on Titan takes place 100 years after big humanoid type uh, monsters called Titans have taken over the Earth. But there's a huge colony that is living behind different walls. There's three big walls. So if you're thinking about um, one of the Russian dolls, you have a small circle, uh, a larger circle. I know, I try. Large, that, and that wall can get very confusing. Like the yes. whole, how they break that down can get confusing. Yeah, they have three walls, wall uh, Rose, wall Maria, and wall Sheen. And each one of these walls gets smaller and smaller. But the population is the same size, if not continuing to grow. So once Titans take over one territory, which if there's a hole, if there's a breach in the wall, Titans cannot immediately take over all that damn land because these are circles, folks. So with the Russian dolls, if you look at the Russian doll from the top, you have that small circle in the middle. That is the capital. Then you have a, a little bit larger circle on the outside, a little larger one and a larger one. It unless the Titan is making several holes at the same time, it's going to take a while for Titans to take over. But technically, I, technically, but again, this is anime. This is a, and this is a mind fuck anime. Yeah. Dude. This is a dark fantasy slash post-apocalyptic anime where don't get attached to anybody. Hell no. Do not love anybody. The only person that you can't get attached to that is like fucking Beetlejuice is Aaron. Who's the main, who's the main character? And which even at the, you know, the first season, he oh, yeah. he kind of gave like a quick uh, scare. A scare, yeah. Episode four, folks, be prepared. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the backstory is like Aaron, his mom dies. He him and uh, right in front of him, like brutally right, right in, front in front of him. The Titans they eat humans. They don't need human humans for sustenance. They just eat them because that's the just what up. they do. Exactly. When they eat too much, they throw up like this sack full of human bones and remains and heads and shit and the the deal that's the worst about this is not the fact that the people are always under constant torture and torment it's that they die without any reason i mean the titans just kill them and their friends have to collect the bodies to identify who has died so they can keep track of the population so and this is basically (laughs) yeah this is basically the whole story uh in a nutshell aaron joins uh Mas- Mas- Masaka? Uh, something like that. God damn it. I, you know what makes it bad is I host an anime podcast. <laughs> did and, y'all just do an episode over this? Uh, yes, we did. Like this morning? Uh, don't tell the people that. Yeah, we did. <laughs> but it's just so many names. Like Armin is his best friend. He's a blonde-haired kid who's a genius. And you have Aaron, who's the gung-ho guy. And then uh, Masaka, I want to say is her name, she is the one that is the really you have levi who's the best and i think she's uh, number levi, like, like levi, gosh, when it, he turned from a human to a sonic the hedgehog dude he, he tore that female titan's ass up it got real so i think she's number two and then the guy that we were talking about today with the part of hair i can't remember his name i think he is number three because he they say he's second to levi but that's because of experience and uh masaka hasn't got that many kills yeah. So those three enlist into the military, and there's certain things that you have to look for. Oh, Mikasa. Mikasa. Yeah, that's what it is. Ackerman. What it is. Ackerman. She's the only Japanese girl there. This is a multicultural show where multiple races die equally. Yeah. 
So, I mean, they're always eating. So they enlist into the military. Now, you have to be able to eat, at least stand in your 3D maneuver gear. If you can't... Yeah, like I'm like Spider-Man type shit. Exactly. If you can't, then you're you're not a part of the army. You're, you're not fit to be in the army, but they all pass. And Aaron is, actually shows some promise because he's able to hold himself up for a couple seconds with a, a malfunctioning gear. They finally put the right gear on him. He thought he was going to fail. He passed. And then the next thing you know, it, there's a lot of time skips. Five years pass. And the reason why his mom died is a 200-foot-tall colossal titan that they've never seen before, basically playing peekaboo, peeks his eyes over, and then kicks a hole in all the other smaller titans, 4 foot, 7, 14, 12. They're all different heights and sizes. They have big-ass heads. They, me and Monica said that they move like babies. Like if you took a whole bunch yeah, they of babies. Move like, they, they scare me sometimes, dude. Like, <laughs> fucking. Like, here, now, not to get off subject, but you see like the latest episode, too, mm-hmm. where uh, that, that dude who had went to that uh, village to try to kill those titans and everything, and how when that big, big, big uh, abnormal titan pulled up and started talking to him. Yeah. Dang. Did you see that one, that one creepy titan that's sitting on like the, the mm-hmm. side of the roof, just like his his hands like this, and yeah. he's just like looking like he's about to rape somebody? Dude, I told you on the fir- on the first episode of season two, you had one that had his arms crossed, leaning on the on the side of that building, and then yeah, they, yeah, they that all shit's so crazy, crazy, dude. <laughs> that's like creepy, man. <laughs> if you if you want to have nightmares, please watch Attack on Titan. I mean, yeah, it's a good show. It's a good I'm show. I'm surprised I haven't had a nightmare over that. But these fucking titans will get in your ass. So. Five years pass from the Colossal Titan. Next thing you know, they're like, yeah, we're ready to do it. You know, Aaron and uh, his friends, 10 of them, made it to the ranks of, they were the top 10 in their class. They got to choose to be a part of the Survey Corps. Well, they're like, yeah, we can definitely defeat the Titans now. We're ready. Boom. Colossal Titan comes back again. Fuck your wall. (laughs) Kicks another hole in the wall. And Titans enter again. And, dude, I don't want to spoil it. So, So, watch the first season. Uh, the Colossal Titan keeps kicking holes. They try to fill the holes. They try to kill the Titans. And there's some secrets that are found out about Aaron. So season two, we start off with another breach that nobody knew about coming from the South. And one of the characters, Connie, his family's from the South. So, I mean. That was weird, man. Yeah. Everybody, there's always doom and gloom. Everybody is always fucking sad. There's people dying. You have to make a choice to leave your friends behind. Like, there's too many bodies in this carriage. We're not going to get away. What do we do? You got to dump the bodies. And, yeah. and it's, it's, it is a fucking tear-jerking mind fuck if ever there so, was one. So let me ask you this, man. To talk about the new episodes. You say you have – have you seen the newest episode? The first two, not the third one. Again, they okay. always – whichever one's current is the one that you have to have the premiere staff. You have to pay a little bit more. Okay, okay. Roll. Did you check out to where uh, – when, when uh, a little Krillin dude – uh, got into that town. They saw that Titaness is laying on the building. Yeah, dude, that was that not creepy as hell. It all they're always creepy because the the one deal that happens is you'll be walking like, yeah, I'll be fine, and then there'll be a Titan come out of nowhere and it's just staring there, looking like, yeah, I'm yeah. Like, and the one that I'm right. talking about, dude, like this Titan is sitting here like just chilling. Sh- yeah, just chilling, and like the legs and the arms <laughs> are so small, the Titan can't even move. Yeah, there's boy. it was just like fell upon this house. In those eyes, dude. Man, that shit creeped me out, man. This is the first season. Well, I think this is the first season because they have like the little short ones with the big heads, but they had that one deformed, big, fat head bastard that was was there. Like, there's some more deformed ones because the first one that was super crazy was Sasha, the one that eats all the time, the potato and the the bread. 
Oh yeah. She was riding by oh, the house yeah. and it it slid like a car from Fast and Furious. I was like, oh <laughs> shit, Sasha's about to die. Uh, but that was that happened in season one. So more, there's weirder titans. There's will, weirder um, aberrant titans, and then we have our humanoid ty- titans, which you find out that there are people that have infiltrated the city and the military. Then you have three branches: the Survey Corps that go out and actually go outside the walls and kill the titans and research. And you have the garrison, which stays on the inside close to the capital and the king and protects everything. And then you have the military police that are supposed to protect every single one of the walls. And somebody infiltrated them and you have a, somebody is creating human titans where they can inflict pain upon themselves and transform into a titan that has heightened intelligence and has special abilities. So the one that you were talking about that was kneeling down talking to him, yeah, that, that's one. Like you might have seen it in the commercials, he's got like a fat belly and he's got fur all over him. If they show his ass all the time, he's yeah. like he's like a Sasquatch. Yeah, exactly. Then you have the the female Titan who can crystal crystallize her body to protect certain parts, and she's also an expert fighter and she can keep her men- retain her mentality. Then you have the armored Titan, which body is it covered in armor, which is the one that busts through walls if the Colossal Titan disappears. Then you have the 200-foot Titan, who is a Colossal Titan that is the mastermind, which I think is a scientist. I think that there's another, and this was our hypothesis this morning, there's another town out there of three walls, but they're so far away that not a lot of people know. But there's also a city or a place where all these Titans are being made by scientists. The something happened to them. They were exiled and they're pissed off at humanity for the way like humanity's been going. Yeah, I agree with that because as as you saw, well, you haven't seen yet. But in the last episode, no spoiler, but there's this uh, there's this, like these, these ruins, like a castle, mm-hmm. old castle ruins. And what was so weird about it was that they were out there scouting and they were like. They were just so surprised that there was this other castle out there, and it kind of tripped me out a little bit. I'm like, you know, how, how are you guys surprised? Like, do they not teach you anything about what's a, what else, what is no. outside the walls? Mm-mm, because they've been there for a hundred years, they haven't known anything else. Now there were yeah. there is something, and you see, there's a lot of secrets going on too. Because uh, you saw that priest talking about, you know, there was a there was a titan. That's what, was, that's what I was getting ready to say. Like we find out the very first episode, episode twenty five of season one, the very first episode of season two, there are titans in the walls, or at least one. So yeah. I think all these, they, which is weird. How would you get a titan to stand there to build it inside a wall? What's so weird was like, and I guess I hope this don't spoil anything too crucially, but in episode three they actually do talk about a little bit that mm. apparently the skin of a titan is is made of that hard material, mm-hmm. and uh, you probably saw the girl who um, that that had uh, one of the head loose heads with the little eye thing on yeah. the scientist one. Yeah, you probably saw it right before her and Levi and all them got in the cart. She was magnifying something like a piece of rock. Yeah, Hanji. That was from huh. Is it Hanji that you're talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. What she was magnifying was actually something that Anne, you mean that other Titan that infiltrated the... Yeah, Annie. Mm-hmm. Something that her skin gave off. So basically, this is what is made of... It's, it's the same consistency and everything as that wall where that Titan's at. So what they're saying is that the skin from a Titan can actually... Is what the wall is basically made up of. Which is even fucking weird as shit. Because you have a skin titan inside of his own skin. 
There's there's a lot of questions because when they cut off Titans body parts, this is in the first season too, not really spoiling, but they're not they don't weigh what they should because she says she kicked a Titan's head off that was like a four foot Titan like it was nothing. And That's crazy. Like, dude, there's so many like Attack on Titan will leave you asking more questions than you get answers to, but it's so fucking compelling because you're like, who's gonna die? Who's gonna live? Yeah. When they had that they have like little mini arcs with inside the season. When they first went outside the survey corpse with Aaron, they had this whole formation they were doing. And that's when we first met the female Titan. That bitch was running. Man, she had a spread. She had good form. Good mm, form. She did real good form. Good and form. they were like, is that a Titan? I'll take care of it. And that bitch, with all that wind just carried. That's, that's a scary deal. She bunted somebody like a football. She grabbed Perfect. the maneuver gear and spun him around until it cracked his back and then threw his ass off to the side. Like, I mean, you will see blood and you will see people die mm-hmm. in this show. I don't we when we go to Patreon, that's when we'll we'll spoil the shit out of everything. I don't want to spoil because Attack on Titan's been out for a while, but a lot of people have been sleeping on it and not watching, and so they're not going to know what happened in season two. Watch season one, then watch season two. So far, there are twenty eight episodes. They're currently out right now. So by the time you listen, maybe the the twenty ninth one will be coming out. Crunchyroll, Funimation, Netflix. It's a great series dark fantasy drama suspense post-apocalyptic. post-apocalyptic and then there's a glimmer of hope in there but it's like i can very either, small. very yeah. very small i can either see the see the world as hopeful or everybody's feared fearful for their life even when they don't and know what something. honestly the way tackle titan is i would not be surprised if this is one of those animes where everybody just dies at the end yeah i want to i i you know what i think all these titans are coming to their city like they've taken out all the other ones. Like man did something and pissed them off, and this is the last city for them to take over. Like the whole world is run by Titans. Yeah, I see. Mm. That would be so fucking creepy, dude. I know. Uh, and there's no reason to have. The, and then what's going to happen? Like they're not going to have. They don't need anything to eat. Uh, I think the four foot Titan can stay up three hours after it, it's dark because it's like their uh, solar energy, solar power. Yeah, and that's something else that's going to, yeah, dude, like that theory you got right there. Yeah, just uh, wait until episode three. Okay, this I'm shit happens, and they're three. all like, what the fuck? Y'all thought y'all knew who we was. Yeah, we sent them, we sent the the ones we didn't want no more your way. We do, yeah, we real, they're going to come out looking like Fat Albert in the gang. Okay, so that's it for Attack on Titan. Did you have anything else that you wanted to say? Dude, no, if you have mm. not started watching Attack on you Titan. Have to. You need you need us to get on it and comment. You know, like I said, like I just said, uh, hit us up on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and Twitter, and definitely you know, or leave a review on iTunes if you already listened there, or even uh, a comment on um, Podbean. Let us know if you're watching Attack on Titan, and also give us what is your theory. Yeah, what do you Ooh. think is going down? What yeah. do you think is going to happen? There's some Twitter polls that are coming out today because Attack Ooh, on Titan joy. is crazy. So that's it for anime shmanime. We'll take one more pause for the cause and come back with DBS. This is Aubrey, Mike, and Monica with Psychometric Studios Interactive, an independent game development company where we make your cognitive wheels turn. Look for us on Facebook at Psychometric Studios, Twitter at PSI underscore LLC, and our website at psychometricstudios.com for teasers, trailers, info, and upcoming projects. Thank you for downloading this episode. If you're on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play Music, 
or whatever podcasting library you're listening to this show on, please rate and review. Those reviews and ratings help us tremendously. We thank you. And we are back to Oklahoma's favorite podcast, the most illustrious duo. You say, I can't stretch oh, out any yes. longer. Illustrious duo. Like, you know, Ivan, the dreaded challenger, and, and Jarvis White, who dig you. They're the legendary duo. We're the illustrious duo. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, because oh, yeah. uh, we got things going down. But <laughs> we, we are back in time for us to go into one of our favorite segments. Talking oh, about yeah. Dragon Ball Super. It's time for DBS. All right, so <laughs> Dragon Ball Super episode 86. Now, I read some synopsis saying that, oh, we see Gohan training with Piccolo and then we get these answered questions. Why Android 17's here? And basically, it was just Goku talking. To, it was it was nice because between yeah. Berserk, episode one for season two, and then episode 86 of Dragon Ball Z, this was the best fight scene I've seen so far. Besides, oh, yeah. Well, Goku, uh, Goku Black and Zamasu was a good fight, but this one right here going into the clouds, fighting into the water. Mm. Yeah, it, it was. It, and you know what? For the first time, this actually, this particular fight scene made sense to me in my head. And what I mean by that is, for some reason, I felt like I understood how Android 17 was this strong. Yes. Because, like I said, when I saw the Krillin fight, I didn't feel like how, like, it was, I was still confused on how is Krillin this strong. But for some reason, when I saw the Android 17 bout, I was like, I understand how Android 17 is strong because we never really got to see his full potential power well, because the way Cell sucked him up was a, you know, kind of like a bitch move. You know, he was just kind of kicking it and he, they were all just talking to Cell and Cell just, you know, sucked the dude up. Now, well, I thought he uh, he was fighting his hardest against Piccolo. The only thing is his energy cells wouldn't run out where Piccolo's would. Oh, okay. They was they was because he he laid that crucial punch on Goku when he went through his ribs. Like, oh he yeah, he laid that crucial punch. Goku, Goku. Oh, yeah. after that punch, Goku had to transform. But <laughs> even before that, we found out that one Mister Popo. Don't fucking play around. <laughs> Mr. Popo had that fucking jewel. I will read you exactly what Popo said to Goku because Goku was like, is asking Dende questions like, is Android 17 strong and, and this and that. And then Dende or Mr. Popo sitting here, I got the, I'll put the picture on the page, but he goes, recently you've been focused on nothing but uh, space all the time. And then it zooms in on his eyes and that jewel on his goddamn turban. He says, "Yeah, I wonder why they zoomed in on that jewel." I don't. They didn't want to show him getting mad no more. It's like people had so much backlash from Mister Popo getting pissed off. But he, in his voice, he had like that little growl. He said, "Oh yeah, you can still hear it in his voice. You can still hear that oh, Mister Popo. He 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 feels some he, type of way about Goku. Exactly. He said, and and uh, 
haven't noticed what's been going on on Earth or what's been happening on Earth. And I was like, you know what, Mr. Popo? You ain't gave Goku shit all this fucking time. He's been a kid all the way to an adult. Maybe maybe you need a Snickers, Mr. Popo. You're not yourself oh, yeah. without he a Snickers. He's, he Definitely needs, not himself. He needs a, oh, oh God, man. Oh, <laughs> maybe he's just missing comedy. Like, man, maybe that's what it is. Maybe Dende Dende's just, a ain't, bitch, yeah. just ain't doing it right. Yeah. <sighs> Oh no! Maybe that's what it is. Maybe maybe Dende just ain't doing uh, it. He's just not getting hitting it right. Popo's got his hand ready for you, Dende, and you're just not doing it. But Popo was like, he's just sitting off in the back, like, ah, you a bitch, Goku. You ain't been taking care of Earth. Why the <laughs> fuck are you around? We don't need you no more, Goku. But besides that, we found out that Kami's lookout or Dende's lookout now. Which everybody yeah. still calls it Kami's lookout. They don't they disrespect the fuck out of Dende. Of but course. he can uh, make the power pole retract into, which is, the power pole is the bridge between Korin's, uh, Korin's pl- or lookout and Kami's place. He uh-huh. retracts it into Kami's place, Dende's place, and then he can make that shit move. So, yeah, and which was pretty cool. We got to see uh, that for the first time. And I yes. like the little chant he had to do. I haven't heard Dende chant anything in a while. Or do anything in a while, yeah. Hey, Gohan, you're my friend, Gohan. Ooh, can I can I have some food? No, Dende, fuck you. (laughs) Okay, Piccolo. Fuck no. Fuck no. That's what we need to Nick Johnson. Fuck no in every Dragon Ball episode. Whenever somebody asks something, I want my daddy. I want my daddy, Piccolo. Hell yeah, yeah. fuck Fuck no. no. (laughs) (laughs) But during this ride to Android 17's location as a wildlife preserve protector. Dende lets Goku know he's like, hey, there's a gifted kid here on Earth. He's still young, but he's gifted. And Goku's like, oh, so he's still a kid? Okay. And, you know, kind of dismiss him. Like, oh, I can't find which is Which disrespectful Goku always do? Hey, well, if you look at Goten and Trunks, they're strong, but they're not no, they're, they're that mentality. They're not a warriors yet. And, and he goes, yeah, but you need to train him, Goku. I'm not really good with that stuff. This is the reincarnation. Once again, because I ain't a good dad. Whatever. This is the <laughs> reincarnation of evil Majin Buu. And then Goku's like, what? Remember when you wish? And I love the fact that they showed the actual footage. Yes, yes. They actually did exactly three different flashbacks to Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, which was Which cool. I, thought, I thought was fantastic, dude. And, and you kind of heard it. Whenever Dragon Ball Z ended the first time, Goku's wish was granted that evil Majin Buu would come back, Kid Buu, as a good person because Goku saved the world so many times. And they didn't really hint at it this time. They just said, you know, he's still a kid, but he's the reincarnation. So you need to train him so he can be the protector of Earth one day. Yes. And then right after that, Dende's play stops. And it's like, Android 17's down there. Go handle your business, Goku. And this was the first action scene that I loved because they shot... So many bullets, and Android Seventeen's like and just slapped him away. Yeah, didn't even face him, dude. It slapped him away, caught him, and dismantled the group. Then Goku comes. He's like, "Hey, you're seventeen, and that was kind of awkward." He's like, "Yeah, who the fuck are you?" And he's like, "Oh, yeah, that was weird. You have eighteen eyes." And then he got kind of shy. It's weird. It was super weird because at the same time, even when he did that, like he was confused on who Goku was. It it was weird because he then instantly started remembering everything about goku yeah and it was he's like oh i remember they didn't explain his reincarnation he just says i was wished back by the dragon ball the last thing he remembered and they showed was him getting absorbed by cell and for some reason he was returned back to life as well and he i did like the fact that out of everybody he carries a fucking iphone 
Like him and Krillin are probably the only two people that carry phones. Yeah, yeah, it's tax heavy. Yeah, I noticed that too. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, oh yeah, I found one, found this wonderful wife, and I have kids. And he's like, Goku's like, oh you have, and this is Goku like, oh you have three kids? Can I see? And he's showing him the kids like parents talking. And uh, I'm glad Seventeen didn't ask for a picture of Goten or Gohan. Go, oh, you yeah, remember because, what Gohan yeah, Goku's like? Oh, uh, <laughs> you know, it looked Go- like a younger version of me. Yeah, Goten looks like me, and you remember Gohan? He's just and that's another now. thing, like because he don't know Trunks, he knows future Trunks. Maybe that's who he thought Goku was talking about. Exactly, because Goku ain't shit. Goku didn't—he wasn't able to break it. Didn't down. realize, yeah. So, but they—he's uh, like, I have to stay on this island. And Goku's like, and this is where Goku shows some intelligence. Like, well, the tournament's only going to be like two hours, but poachers could come back and take over yeah. the island. Then they fight together. He's like, if you, uh, the poachers try and take this over, come fight with me. And so he's like, I probably should—I probably don't have to tell you this, but don't kill anybody and make sure the animals don't get hurt. And then they flew past every fucking laser bullet. I was like, you know how many animals just died now? That shit has to come down. <laughs> they shot like 50 shots over you. All the animals are dead. But I did like the fact that he was doing something with his life. He was saving things versus killing things. And yeah. Then, and then Goku, you know, had to do what Goku does. He's like, we're having this tournament. Or I want to test your strength. Yeah, and, yeah. Before he even talked about the tournament, he was talking about, I want to test your strength and everything. Because we never got to fight. And he turned Super Saiyan, which... If Super Saiyan is so fucking wasteful on energy, I know that's like the that's the starting point. Like, you want to fight me? Hey, hey, where's my little yeah, sister? Yeah, let, where's let, my let little sister? See, let me see if you can even touch this Super Saiyan status first before yeah. we about to excel. But I, dude, no, that that was like a <sighs> hell of a good fight, though. Yeah, like I was thoroughly, thoroughly impressed about that fight, man. These three episodes, the links to these these pages will be posted in the description of the show because you have to if if you watch one fight in Dragon Ball Super, don't watch the beer shit because there was there was a low budget at that time. It doesn't look as as good. Uh, Zamasu and Goku Black versus Goku and Vegeta was good, but this one, the way the clouds parted when uh, he hit Goku up through the clouds and the way they were yeah. fighting, and then Android Seventeen actually had an aura this time, and they were both holding back for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it yeah was that nice. was that was good. I'm actually super excited about uh, seeing because uh, I, I mean even though Android 17 did not commit to joining the tournament, uh, the next second in the next episode is kind of going to build up how him and Goku probably going to form a relationship. Yeah, which um, is weird. It's, well, not really weird because the fucking aliens do love Earth, but it's like aliens are coming for animals, coming for the Minotaur. Like that really? that part was a little weird. Really? Like I understand people love the Earth. That part was a little weird. Like, okay, so what you guys got these on other planets too? Like, you know, how did how did this just so happen to happen? It's like one of those like there was a time in in cartoons where everything was based off of the collector. So you have all these entities come from outer space. Well, I'm going to collect you. I'm going to collect this. So that's just another old cartoon trope. Like we have the collectors. We want a rare rare species, but like. Really? You wouldn't think a uh, couple of Saiyans is a rare species since they got exterminated? Yeah. Uh, you could, t- like, still Goten and Gohan or, or Goten and Trunks or Pan or anybody with that new baby, uh, Vegeta's Bolo, new yeah. newborn. Yeah, you could do that, but they are going after a Minotaur and then other animals on Earth. That, yeah, because they're hungry fat asses. Unfortunately, Android 17 and Goku are protecting right now. So, But this did not feel, it felt like a in between a filler and a main episode. And yeah, and I think the next episode is going to be like the little filler episode. Yeah. Um, and we, but, we both lost our bet on how many filler episodes before the tournament because I was like, surely it's going to be like four or five. 
I'll be honest with you, man. Something that threw me off was the fact that we're only at 31 hours until the tournament. Exactly. So that means only about, what, 17 hours has passed. So they're going to say there's going to be a whole... So that means they're going to have plenty of time to train. Yeah, yeah, which was... uh, And they've riled up everybody except for who? Master Roshi. Master Roshi. And Tien. Yeah, I think that's it, yeah. I think that's it, too. So, man. We all know what Tien is going to be doing. That shouldn't be hard. (laughs) Master Roshi should probably... I'm I'm excited to see that episode because i'm just curious to see how they're going to i think you know convince him to because i mean mesh roshi has oh, the, the the intelligence yeah to might be able to do this term i don't know it's gonna be weird but I'm, I'm excited to see old roshi come back out like that i think one he knows he they could either trick master roshi where he always thinks he's going to get a kiss from bulma or somebody or they can give him uh they could probably give him that 10, million, that 10 million zini and be cool he, he might be cool yeah. with that but master roshi i think he's when he saw Krillin and Goku fighting again, he got that little twitch in his eyebrow. Like, he did hmm. get that twitch. It's been it's been a couple centuries since the last time I fought. I might need to might need. What if Master they go back and Master Roshi's been training because of that? Mm. That would be funny because he really has the ability to be stronger than any other Earthling since he's immortal. So, mm-hmm. but that's it for DBS. Is there anything else on the dock? Like, have you watched anything else as far? Man, uh, I finally transferred a lot of files that I had on the computer at the yeah, studio I was there to my flash drive. I saw that. And uh, so last night, since I got strapped up, I've been sleeping in my own room. But uh, I was watching. Uh, man, I just ran through like the first twenty-eight episodes of Gundam Wing. Mm. Man, that felt good. That felt good. And another thing, mm. I'm excited for. There's a new Gundam uh, series is about to launch this summer. Because, uh, you know, in Tokyo, they took down the yeah. uh, RX-78-2 uh, Gundam, which was Amaro Ray's Gundam from the original Mobile Suit series. They're in the process of deconstructing it. But what's so cool is they're actually going to build uh, the Reborn Gundam. It's going Ooh. to be being replaced there, and it should be up by this fall. Are they just um, going to keep it, going through Gundams, do you know? Is That's exactly what they plan on doing. Mm. They said once they, they, it's going to let us go through its time period, and then once it drops down, uh, I believe in three years, they each got going to have like a three year lifespan. They're going to reboot another Gundam in its place, which I think is phenomenal. Um, but yeah, there's a new series that are starting this summer for Gundam. And uh, for all of our Gundam original fans, the people who like the uh, UC universe, which is, you know, Mobile Suit Gundam, uh, Encounters in Space, um, you know, Air Federation Xeon, the Reborn series. Uh, this is actually going to be a continuation off the Reborn series. It's going to be a little bit shorter than Reborn, but it's supposed to be coming out this summer. So I'm I'm very, very excited for that. Nice. Dude, so much good stuff. I don't have anything else. I've been trying to watch anime for an, a little bit of anime, trying to catch up on this stuff. Because I've been saying it forever. Now my next task is manga. So by the next time, next week when we record, I just have a shit ton of manga information. Like Hajime no Ippo, uh, Hanma Baki Dao, uh, Shonaru, uh, One Piece, all that stuff. I should be caught up on that completely. But Sweet. Uh, let's do this. People of the world, put your hands in the air. Well, actually, I don't think that'll work. Yeah, we're on Skype, so I like the hands in the air. Uh, put your hands in the air, then put your hands in your pocket. Go to your wallet and contribute to our Patreon. www.patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey show a dollar a month feeds feeds the beast here at Black and Studios that's it simple easy if you want to pay more 
you get more stuff. It's like Angry Beavers. Send more money, we'll send more stuff. Except for all of our stuff is exclusive to you, and you not only get that tier that you pay for, but you get every other tier before it. So at a $75 tier, you get the 50, the 35, the 30, the 25, the 20, the 15, the 10, the 5, the 3, and the $1 prizes all underneath that. And I think that's one thing that people were kind of misunderstanding. Like, oh, we will get whatever they have at 75 bucks. Oh, well, you have three or four things at 75 bucks. Is that worth 75 bucks? No, you get those four things plus each tier is four or five things. Yes, and it definitely helps out. Uh, like I say, it motivates us to do more work. Uh, to provide for you guys because you know this is this is a job for us uh, it has seriously become a job this isn't i mean we we love doing it but it is like i said last night you know even though i love watching dbz and all that stuff i had to you know commit to taking the time out of my day and whatnot to make sure i'm caught up on these shows it's just like i try to watch blade but i end up watching a <laughs> dragon blade which is super weird uh i wouldn't recommend it but bad torrent that's what i get for trying to get stuff free Exactly. Um, <laughs> I had the blue but, man. Uh, he could just ask. Yeah, this is it helps out with us. It helps us with us creating better content. And for anybody who wants to be advertised on the show, you know, Elijah Bailey Show has one of the leading is one of the leading podcasts at the Blackest Studios Network, reaching out to national and international audiences. And if you have a brand or a event coming up, definitely shoot us an email at Elijah Bailey. What is it, Elijah Bailey Show at gmail dot com? Yes, sir. Or you can hit us on Facebook or Instagram, or even you can follow us on Blackest Studios on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or you can email Blackest Studios at podcast at blackeststudios.com for any type of promotion that you want to get advertised out there. Uh, now, my last thing I want to say, Elijah, if you don't mind, mm-hmm. you shop on Amazon, get your ass over to blackeststudios.com, click on the Amazon link, bookmark that son of a bitch, and save it for every time you pull up Chrome or whatever web browser you use. It's already right there. And just shop through that portal. What that does is Amazon does not charge you anything extra, but it does do a kickback to the studio, which also helps out as well. Yeah, I thought you were saying shop through that porno. I was like, what? The or porno? you can do that too. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely finding a, a porno link. Oh, nice. You're going to yes. put it up on the page? Uh, probably not. Oh, okay. Um, it'll, 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 be, it'll be in the Patreon area. <laughs> All I can say is I will be at Super BitCon. I had the fortunate opportunity to sit down with Nikki Robinson from the Okie Geek podcast. Also, Except this weekend? No, that's actually April 29th, the very last Saturday in April, because I I will be here to cover for you next week. Yes. So, but I had the opportunity to sit down with Nikki Robinson, one of the hosts of the Okie Geek podcast. Also got to meet one of the most awesome Oklahoma cosplayers. And I say one of the most because I met two of them, D. Richards and also Sandy Turner. They will be hosting with me and, and judging the cosplay contest at SuperBitCon this year. Again, that's April 29th. Make sure to go get your tickets. Go to SuperBitCon. Let them know the Elijah Bailey Show sent you there. And they will give you a thumbs up after you pay full price for your tickets. I, I don't have that kind of swing yet to get you guys discounts. but Baby su- steps. That's okay. SuperBitCon is going to be good. There's going to be Mark Summers there. If you're my age, Family Double Dare. Super Family Double Dare. What would you do, Mark Summers? And then there's also Phil Moore from Nick Arcade who's going to be back this year, and hopefully we'll have him on the show because I know his schedule's been hectic, and he's been wanting to be on the show for about the last six months, but he just can't find the time yet. So it's always fun to come out. You'll see vendors. You can purchase shirts and and any kind of collectibles as you want from local vendors here in Oklahoma. If you're not from Oklahoma, it's a short trip depending on where you live but you can <laughs> you can come up here 
and come to Super Bitcon. It's a, it's a great con. There's some stuff going on. There's a lot of great cons in Oklahoma and Texas that are that are available to you. But this is the next one that that I will be at. Richard, you will be at work. Yes, Saturday. I'll be at work. Will you be up there Sunday? Uh, yeah, I'm going to try to make up there Sunday. I think it starts because a, I because I have to go by the Gundam booth. I have yeah, to see yeah, yeah. like Gundam games that they have. That I do mm-hmm. not have in my collection, and I have to add upon that rabbit hole. I think they start at 11 on Saturday and then 10 a.m. on Sunday. So it's good for the whole family. Come on down. Yeah. And actually, if you can, maybe Saturday, if you go up there, tell me and just, you know, look out for some Gundam shit. Oh, yeah. Because I, I, Cause I really want to get back in models, too. I really want to go back to my um, model days. Yeah, and make you, some more Gundam did I show models. you the picture of my bookcase in, in the in the Bebop? Yeah, I, I saw Domon up there. Yeah, Domon Kashi and Master Asia yeah, facing yeah. off. Just like in the show, I wish I could have like a stand and have them do the flying sidekick as they cross. Ooh! But uh, the, I ain't making that kind of money yet. So we'll get there. get there. Tell the people of the Elijah Bailey Show, the most illustrious podcast, where they can find you, Richard. Blackenstudios dot com. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You know what's so weird? Even though I'm not at the studio, I looked over to the right. Yeah, I know. And I saw, I saw the better. <laughs> uh, Follow us at Blackest Studios. Uh, we're, we're starting to, we got back to posting on Facebook. We're posting every episode when they drop out. Uh, for that way, you're, you can stay tuned to all the episodes that come out at Blackest Studios. And then, um, yeah, email us at podcast at blackeststudios.com. We got some cool things in the making. Believe me. Because I you, thought of it. No, you have to <laughs> believe that. That Roman Reigns. Talked about no, that. I'm not going to do that. Uh, do that. Remember, I, I had a rant on, about that last show. You did. Yeah, yeah. For every... So I kind of felt bad afterwards. <laughs> he listened <laughs> to I was like, show. dude, I was roasting him. Dude, he was pissed. But, I mean, what can you do? You got to branch off. Go to NXT again or fucking New Japan Wrestling or uh, uh, Lucha, Lucha Underground. Have you watched Lucha Underground? We need to talk about Lucha mm-hmm. Underground on I Netflix. They have, uh, I think they just have season one or maybe season one and two of Lucha Underground. It's real good. But anything and everything you need to know about the Elijah Bailey Show can be found on our official Facebook page, Elijah Bailey Show, or on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Well, really, you can't. The only thing that you can see on Snapchat is pictures of me recording or my dogs or what I'm doing while I'm editing shows. But Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Elijah Bailey Show without the W, that's S-H-O. Then you can send your emails, as we said many times, to Elijah Bailey Show at gmail.com. Or if the hassle of sending an email is just so consuming, so time-consuming, so mind-boggling, just go to iTunes, simply subscribe, rate, and review. I'm Elijah Bailey. And I'm Richard Tapley. Thank you, guys. And I will catch your ass in the next podcast. Hey, folks, and I'm back at the end of the show with everything that you need to know. Coming at you with podcast and cosplay of the week, also followed by manga and anime of the month. This week's cosplay of the week is none other than the beautiful, talented, and humble Brittany Chaos. You can find her on Facebook at Brittany Chaos Cosplay and on Twitter and Instagram under Brittany Chaos. Now, the thing that caught our eye, you know we have a segment called DBS. She was not only Goku, but a badass Beerus. She's been uh, Nemesis. She's been Catwoman. Deadpool, Katniss Everdeen, Green Arrow, Harley Quinn, Avatar Kara. She's been 
anything and everything that you love about nerd and geek culture. So please find and follow her and show her the love because she will show it right back to you. Podcast of the week is Kind of Funny Morning Show. You can watch this live every weekday at 11 a.m. on twitch.com forward slash kind of funny games. And it's every weekday the Kind of Funny crew talk about all the nerdy things you need to know about, featuring Greg Miller, Colin Moriarty, Tim Getz, and Nick Scarpino. Make sure to find and follow them. Again, you can go to Twitch to watch them live every weekday at 11 a.m. Or you can go to iTunes and listen to the show there. Anime of the month is the one and the only Soul Eater. If you have not watched it yet, I've been saying this for two weeks, folks. Go ahead and find and watch it. If you click the link in the description, you will find anime and manga of the month as well as everything else. Guests for the show, podcast, and cosplay of the week will take you right there. But Soul Eater is anime of the month, and manga of the month is Berserk. So if you want to catch up on the manga before watching season one and two of Berserk on Crunchyroll, you have to go read this manga. Thank you guys. I'm Elijah Bailey, and I will catch your ass in the next podcast. <laughs>